I'm I may still I may still be drunk from last night. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, what do you do? I it's oh it's pretty awesome. Oh, I I, mean, uh, I was up until five thirty playing Populous. Uh, yeah. Oh. Sega uh, Genesis or Super Nintendo? Super Nintendo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but. Okay. <laughs> I like going, what's to happening. going to sleep a lot later than it should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is Aaron speaking here with my two uh, loquacious co-hosts. I am Ryan. Hi, and I'm Caleb. And we are here today to cover episode... This is our episode 12. We're going to cover 1101 to 12. And I'll do a quick episode recap. Last time, guys, uh, we learned that Hot Rod... Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Gives no rules. Uh, He's a- loves to fish. <laughs> hates to watch ships. That's right. Doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. You, I think two thirds of us have decided we don't like Hot Rod. No. Well, I'm the lone where I'm like I. It, I mean, I do, He yes, objectively, he's a fucking. Well, right now, right now, I don't like him. Yeah, right now, I, I, but again, like I was saying, I said earlier that uh, in watching the movie and even now, I'm like, I, I feel like the narrative is I'm supposed to identify with Hot Rod, and I did, and I do. <laughs> you think that's what that's what it's all about? Yeah, because like, he's the main character. He's like a charismatic jock that just gets away with everything in school, but I which, get, I still get in trouble which, for little shit. Wh- but no, he can do whatever he wants. Which I should hate. Because, he's a letterman. Because I did not like those gentlemen, but... <laughs> So we learned that Lookout Mountain should be called Lookout Manhood. <laughs> oh, wow. You <laughs> definitely prepared that ahead of time. Hang on, I've got some more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lookout Mountain should be Lopsided Member. Is okay. that okay. <laughs> Mushroom Head Mountain. Oh, that could be like a, a track in Mario Kart. <laughs> speaking of speaking of dicks, uh, hot, hot, <laughs> rod, hot Rod, Jesus. Hot Rod, foiled the Decepticons' Trojan horse play. <laughs> Are you preparing your Johnny Carson five type five? He's got it written down. It's just the it's just the recap. It's okay. just the recap. All right, uh, <laughs> just, just let him do it. Yeah. And anyway, the minute ended with Hot Rod <laughs> throwing away my cards. <laughs> ended with Hot Rod surfing down the mountain after uh, Megatron uh, cut off the, cut off the head of the dick. That's right. So uh, that's where we are last time. And as we start this episode, really, we've got Blitzwing yeah. uh, flying into frame along with Shrapnel coming in from off screen. I'm going to try and for our This purposes. is one, this one and the next one are two, I mean, the, the Siege of Autobot City is probably my favorite part of the movie. Uh, maybe aside from whenever they're inside Unicron, but um, like these two minutes are awesome. I love them, uh, especially since Dare is still playing. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is where we get to see the first of the triple changers. That's right. That's right. I forget that uh, Astro Train is in this as well. Um, was Astro Train introduced in this movie? 
Yes. This is I don't think he's in oh, news. No, he's is in. he in the show before this? He's in the show. He's oh. in season two. For oh, sure. that's right. Hang on. Did season... Just... Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Oh, sorry. Did we season didn't... two come out after this movie or before this movie? Uh... So it was in production while this movie was also in production. In anticipation of the of the plots being established in the movie for G- season two. Well, so uh, probably sh- because showing season, my weakness here. See, that's okay. No, that's all right. Season two is being produced. Uh, I in the in the I mean, this is set in two thousand five. The show was set contemporarily at the time in the mid eighties. So, mm-hmm. um, so. Anyway, the production for the movie was happening at the same concurrently with the production of season two. But the timelines, there's nothing that happens in season two that is meaningful to the movie, if that answers your question. But what it does mean is a lot of characters that were introduced in season two that you'd think, why aren't they in the movie? Is because, well, those characters weren't introduced in the show yet. Maybe there weren't animation models or whatever. This is being written before a lot of the characters that were actually introduced in season two were developed. And so there's guys like... Omega Supreme, the auto, the like other combiner groups other than the aerial bots, yeah, aerial bots, the the stunticons, the combaticons, all these guys that came out chronologically from before a story perspective movie. before the movie don't show up in the movie because they just weren't developed as characters yet. Right. Um, I'm glad I asked. Well, it is an interesting tidbit, and uh, so okay, hang on, sorry, I'm just catching up on the screen, so this is totally editable. I. Love this yeah. fly-in by where he just flies into the screen. With the there. shrapnel that's really flying cool. in. That's um, 1107. 1107. And I always loved Blitz- Blitzwing. Was I just thought one of the coolest characters. Yeah. I had the toy yep. as a kid. Yep. It broke, but it was it's a, good a toy. Really cool, cool toy. It, it, yeah, they, all I think all the triple changes were pretty good. Yeah, they were good about making them look. I mean, it was they weren't awkward looking at all. Uh, I like the color scheme on him. Mm-hmm. Solid. I had Astrotrain. Uh, I did not have Blitzwing. Um, but uh, this was, uh, I kind of fell down a real deep rabbit hole of like looking up the triple changers and stuff. And like it was more of the, uh, like I said before, of, uh, oh, is it a concentration thing? Uh, is it a skill that they've learned? And um, it was, um, this is from the Transformers Wiki. Um, they, they mimic what they transform into. They aren't that thing. So they're just mimicking it. Uh, in the Ultimate Doom Part 2, Prime reverses the polarity of his windshield for visibility during a thunderstorm, indicating that he sees out of his windows so um it's like real fluid as to what they're they possibly could be i mean it could everybody be a triple changer i don't know i mean so is blitzwing not a tank right now no <laughs> with a turret he's not what he's is mimicking he? a tank but he sh- is so. he mimicking a plane when he was a yes. plane right before they're that? mimicking what they are they aren't that thing which is weird to think. Now, does well, this apply to all Transformers or just Triple Changers? According to the Transformers wiki, it's all Transformers. They're not what they... Tra- they are not the thing. They are mimicking that thing. They are robots in disguise. So True. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a, 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 a car that is disguising itself as a robot. Right. So in true... like We, we refer to the, a car playing as the alt mode, but mm-hmm. technically it's... Not an alt mode, it's just it's their disguise mode. It's their costume. <laughs> These guys are always ready for Halloween. Well, that's how they... As, as, as in but the they only have one costume every year. So boring. So I mean, oh. that's, But that's how they so, are able to... That's like, you know, that's the whole premise of, of the movies and the G1 is that's, that's how they can keep from being discovered uh, as being like this alien life form and how they can move around 
in society that isn't ready yet. <laughs> We're this is just settling in, guys. To yeah. realize, I mean, this there's decades of terrestrial life. So, so that's a cool way to think about it. They're, yeah. they're not a tank. They are a robot who looks like a it's tank. It's mimicking a tank. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind that. Well, so speaking of mimicking, one thing as I was uh, just a little bit of criticism that I don't understand, here's Blitzwing at mm -hmm. 1104 in plane mode, flying into the screen. He transforms into a robot, mm -hmm. and then he transforms into, into a, a tank. tank. Why did he need that uh, double move? Ah, just to show it off? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think one thing, move, because movie, yes, they're like, yeah. oh, we're going to show off these Remember, triple. this guy has two things. Show off these triple a, changes. You want to show him first. Show him also, as the robot. Also, if, if it's in the world of the movie, I think because it's easier to land as a robot than it is as a tank. <laughs> he just turns into a tank and, and smudge. Yeah. Maybe he just misses weird. the ground and kind of lands on his side like a turtle upside down or oh, something. Oh, I'd love to see that. Somebody cut <laughs> that. To, somebody it's cut that blooper. to where he goes straight from a plane into a tank and just smashes into the ground. <laughs> upside down. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, the other thing about this sequence as I was watching it is it's a super slow aim. Like he aims, yeah. like pull the trigger, also pull the trigger, rod. pull the trigger, maybe the move. Trigger. <laughs> it is, it is really slow and hot rod is, but I th this part starting at uh, 1120 where cup, uh, transforms from his, uh, pickup truck mode, <laughs> uh, into robot and then swings around the turret and, and ruins, uh, Blitzwing's aim is bends awesome. His, I love this turret. part, yeah. especially since it like culminates in like a, when Dare is still like right. really pumping. It's awesome. So one thing I'm kind of curious about, great animated stunt, mm -hmm. uh, how much did Cup really help? Because we see Blitzwing take the shot, mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and it was like right on. Like, in fact, I would argue well, that Cup helped Blitzwing aim. Like Blitzwing no. might have been a little low, like because Cotrod still has to dodge right out of the way. It looked like it would have just nailed him right there. I don't uh, know. Look, look, it shoots up into the sky. Well, because he got out of the way. I, I, Cup grabbed I, the turret. And, here, let me help you out a little bit. Once again, <laughs> once again uh, I think regardless of what you think, Hot Rod, Hot Rod certainly doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> we'll, find, <laughs> we'll find that out in a minute, yeah. Save it. And then it's, it's Shrapnel, which right. he takes a lot of punishment in this movie. Right. I love watching him tumble down the mountain yeah. after he takes the hit and yeah. then... Like he in. falls so hard that he hits the <laughs> yeah, tank and in, moves him. In a way that physics would never happen. Right. It's split <laughs> swing and they fall. <laughs> it's a cool shot. I mean, it's really nice animation. 11.30 now. is where we're yeah, looking that, at. They're not even showing like the tread come off. Oh, the, yeah. I yeah, it's, that. it's yeah. really nice. That is cool. Uh, so yeah. another thing that I this sequence made me just think of really is what is the Blitzwing shrapnel attack strategy? Because since they were seen together a couple hmm. seconds ago, we presume there was some collusion there, like a Blitzwing from the front, shrapnel from the back thing. But if Blit the execution of that was correct, shrapnel was in danger of getting shot either way. A real crossfire <laughs> situation. I think, and this is just occurring to me just at this moment, but uh, thinking about like military strategy, um, God, the Decepticons are terrible at it. Like, there's no strategy. They, Everybody's just winging it. Yeah, they need, I mean, they need to read Sun Tzu. Coming at it willy-nilly. They need to read Sun Tzu. That's right. Art of War. <laughs> yes. They're, but, well, they got that whole ship hijacking thing nailed pretty good. They did. The, yep. They, they, they <laughs> yeah, I think nailed both, that. I think both sides have some s severe weaknesses. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, almost like it's a kid's show, and it's not like yeah, a real war. Yeah. 
What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, the explosion, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it's just a, yeah, I don't know if you'd call it an explosion, yeah. but the 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 yeah, we will just call it an explosion. From Blitzwing shot into shrapnel. I love the way the smoke just kind of spirals off of him as he uh, takes the hit and I, I, I think I had a note about this in the next uh, impossibly down the mountain right. episode but I will say the explosions and like the the lasers in this movie are awesome like the way they're so choppy and like um, it, if you pause it they don't they're you know not in a straight line it's very like chopped up and uh, uh, angular and it looks really cool whenever it's actually playing so I mean I love the shooting in this movie. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I've so much so that as a kid, I would compare, and you and I draw, mm-hmm. and Caleb drew as well, but you and I would draw Transformers a lot or draw lots of violent things, mm-hmm. uh, uh, not in a uh, you know weirdo kind of oh. way, but we would draw war stuff. And I would, my benchmark, my high watermark for mm-hmm. if I liked a drawing of an explosion was if it was looked anything like a Transformers the movie explosion. I'd be, I would just refer to them as Transformers the movie explosions, the mm-hmm. way the shading and the lighting and all that was. But um, okay, so Hot Rod uh, dodges the shot that Cup perhaps intentionally <laughs> had aimed at sure. him, and uh, we'll just assume that Cup was trying to do good there and slides down the mountain. Not bad for an old timer. That's something old you'll timer. never be if that's you don't some... get back to the city. I should have let you do <laughs> it because right. it'll be better. <laughs> All right, old timer. That's something you'll never be if you don't get back to the city. Save it, cup. Let's burn rubber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tells he also doesn't save it. it. That was not a good hot rod. It's no. just like. But. Well, to be fair, they don't have time. At that second, Starscream is kind of crawling. Yep. Like, I, I, I never really noticed before. I thought in my memory that Starscream just kind of came out of the stratosphere at them. But, but he actually is in robot mode. Yeah, he's in robot mode, and you see him uh, kind of weasel-like <laughs> crawling along the side of the mountain there for a second. Then he transforms, comes at him, and that's another great set of explosion animation when he mm-hmm. dives oh, down yeah. on them and tries to take I, some shots. That's the thing about the explosion in this movie. I like the glowing. Like, they do this, like, like, like purple glow that looks like heat. I mean, it makes it feels like it, it's hot whenever you see it. I, I love that part. Yeah, I'd have to compare it to the to the G1 cart the standard cartoon to see how much better it is cuz I remember loving that uh, a as lot. well. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. It's probably some lighting effects that they uh, Starscream's role in the Siege of Autobot City is kind of hilarious. He's just, it's just a series of <laughs> I mean, that's later, but a series of him not doing anything good. <laughs> so, are Cup and Hot Rod kind of the Starscream Megatron of this movie? I don't think so. I, no. I feel like... You wouldn't go that far? No, no, no. They're no. constantly talking shit at each no, other. No, but, but this is a different dynamic. This is, this is totally different dynamic. This is an older, sure. this is an old, wise Autobot mm-hmm. trying to... It's uh, trying to teach a young Autobot, like, you know, some... Yeah, I feel it's more like a mentor situation where he's yeah. trying to like. Uh, it's mature versus immature, right? And yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, like it's a pretty, I'll go with. I mean, that. it's it's great. It's, it's very it's very similar to like uh, Rocky, his, the coach, yeah. the coach, and uh, and Rocky, Mick and Rocky. Okay, so uh, here we are, ten seconds in. They're gonna they've dodged Starscream. Uh, ten seconds from the end. Or ten 11:49. seconds. Eleven forty nine. About ten seconds. Eleven seconds from the end of the minute. Hot Rod and Cup transform into their alt modes, make their way down the mountain. 
Uh, I know I'm being overly critical okay. of this episode, <laughs> but clearly this part of the mountain is more, a, more of a hop-down approach. It's not exactly made for driving. It but, is. Uh, uh, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> drive on down. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, you see them drive off into the mountains. You see a nice matte painting of the city, Woo. and you can see it's already under siege. And we end the minute essentially with uh, Perceptor. We get a little glimpse of him, and yeah, so transforming. Uh, don't know I, what he's up to. We might talk about that the next I'm minute. Sure will I had him as a toy? Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he I was a pretty good toy. Actually, I've got him down there. The G1 mm-hmm. version is in that mess there somewhere. And um, I, too, uh, I don't want to. I don't want this to become a huge part, but I fell down. Two rabbit holes. Uh, one real quick, just the uh, their transformation noise. Um, apparently, it's an eight uh, eight hertz pulse repeated five times, uh, and generally uh, the sine wave increased when transforming into robot mode and decreased when converting to vehicle form. Uh, which I was like, oh, that's I mean, kind of interesting. It just, that, I don't know what any of that means. Thank you, Caleb. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Um, and we do have a soundboard. <laughs> yep. <we do. laughs> The other thing was, uh, and you, I'm sure, know about this, uh, the Diaclone uh, mm-hmm. versions. Like, I, maybe you've told me about this before, but I started looking into it. I didn't, I had never read about that before. Like, all, almost all the G1 and a lot of the ones who were about to be introduced to, which I, I guess we can speak to in uh, the next minute, are Diaclone um, toys, which was a J- Japanese um, uh, com- or, uh, uh, toy that just did not gain traction. And then uh, it was uh, at a toy show, uh, to- Tokyo Toy Show, where Hasbro in 1983 saw it, and they struck a deal with uh, them making them into Transformers. And I think that, to your point that you've said a couple of times, uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. it was that uh, they put personalities on them. And they right. made them like individual characters as opposed to uh, in the Diaclone versions. They're terrible. And they have terrible names. It's like... Terrible how? Oh, they just don't... There's no There's no personality. I mean, there's no... It's just like... It's just a toy that turns into a different toy. And like uh, the names of the characters are like... Um, they they did... The Dinobots were... Di- ooh, the Dinobots were Diaclones. Um, and it's like... The name is like Tyrannosaurus. I'm like, oh, that's... Just like it's yeah, it's just there's no there there. It's so, just yeah. not interesting. So the yeah the fandom will probably know a lot about it more so than even I will. But there's actually two toy lines that Takara absorbed that ultimately became Transformers. Diaclone was one of them, and probably the larger one. And the other one was called Micro Change. Yeah. And you can tell a Takara or you can tell a toy from G1 was a Diaclone by the fact that there is a space in it. To uh, that you could put a figure in because mm-hmm. the Diaclone toy line they weren't sentient robots. That's right. Yeah. That wasn't the story. The story was they were robots that were piloted by people. More along the lines of like Gundam or Mass something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Vol- and even Voltron. And even the yeah. Dinobots. To your point, you'll remember there's like places on Grimlock yes, where his where you, chest opens a, up. You can insert the Insecticons. Same thing. Mm-hmm. You can I always wondered up. why that was like that as a kid, and because it was meant to be something else, piloted <laughs> by a person. Yeah my, my, yeah, my Grimlock has a weird compartment, mm-hmm. in it, and I was always like, what's up with that? Right. Well, a little passenger would have sat in there would, if this was released in Japan. In fact, would uh, Optimus, would Optimus uh, yes. be Diaclone? Because yes. he was a he Diaclone. Was. In fact, he had three people that came with him. Um, three. That, yeah, that were uh, the, like... Uh, Someone's his, riding bitch. In, <laughs> <laughs> in his trailer mode, they were even magnetic. You could stick them onto it. And he was called, I think, Battle Convoy. 
So just off the, off the top of my head here, and I say off the top of my head, I've got Transformers <laughs> Wiki in front of me here. So of, of the micro change, the other uh, toy group that was absorbed, so Soundwave, the tapes, the mm -hmm. little mini bots. Uh, Megatron was actually a, uh, a micro change line product. And there's actually tons of different, there were lots of different gun characters that pistol yeah yeah it's a straight up gun megatron <laughs> like, it says megatron's beloved grandfather uh, that's funny <laughs> they're actually there and, and these diac or these lines are actually being reproduced like mm -hmm. some of the molds still exist and there are reproductions that are made like anybody but, who was a kid uh post like 1989 where you had to have a gun with like a orange tip on it or it had to be colored where it just, megatron straight up was just a gun, just a gun. <laughs> yep it's, it's a, a fucking pistol yep yep I don't know much about the story of the micro man or the micro change line, um, or really the <laughs> the diaclone line. But mm -hmm. collectors eat these things up to be able to get the kind of the pre transformer versions is a big deal. And even within the world of the masterpiece line that I collect and the third parties that come along with that, they may they will often come out with the diaclone versions, mm -hmm. like Sunstreaker. There's a red version. He was the first one to be. Was he really? Yep, he was oh, the first uh, me. I mean, I went deep. Like, this was hours. I looked at YouTube videos of people uh, collecting Diaclone. I went on eBay because I'm like, you, you know, your well, your birthday has passed, and I got you something. But Did you uh, bring it? I did. I haven't gotten it yet in the mail. Oh, something okay. from Etsy, right. so Dang it's going to be here whenever. Uh, but, yeah, I looked early. I looked into getting you, like, a Diaclone version, of, and um, they are... Hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I've got something I ordered for you that I'm hoping will show up. It was a, it was a it was a hail mary. Uh, oh, Valvoline's offering. Uh, I've a, heard of that. Yeah, I know what you're talking Val about. Valvatron. That's awesome. I, I I submitted an old expired uh, receipt that where I spent like you have to buy like. Five. Oh, you're hoping it'll it'll come through. Yeah. Like the, they said the fact like, that it's expired won't matter. Well, I well, I took a picture of it and How does didn't the receipt put the expire. Uh. Date of purchase. Oh. So, anyway. Awesome. Thank you. So, yeah. So perhaps yeah. thank you. You might get Thank you for whatever you're going to get me, and <laughs> maybe thank you if whatever you got me works out. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, like, it's crazy, like, the, the Diaclone things that, that did come from this. The 80, basically, all the 84, 85 Autobots, all the cars, the planes, mm -hmm. uh, Dinobots. Constructicons. Uh, yeah, Blitzwing. Um, Optimus. Ultra Magnus. And I think... Um, Blur. Oh no, Perceptor. Perceptor is definitely a diaclone as well. Gotcha. Uh, there, we've left ourselves open to lots of corrections. Yeah, because it's true fans know this stuff yeah. backwards right. and forwards. Uh, as we kind of, well, I, we're done covering the minute, but you know, I like to cover the voice actors. Yep. Uh, Blitzwing was one of my favorites as a kid. So um, the guy, the, and as a character, you might remember, he had moments in the second season, there was, he had a moment of treason that was arguably as bad as anything Starscream ever did. He and, and, oh, yeah. uh, Astro Chain struck out on their own because they didn't like what was going on with the Decepticons, but mm -hmm. they got handled, dealt with, and accepted back into the rank and file. Blitzwing was voiced by a guy named Ed Gilbert. He also voiced Superion and mm. Thrust. And he also voiced a lot of non-robot characters on Transformers. So one of the <laughs> unfortunate 
first episodes depicting Middle Easterners in a oh. bad light. He played oh, a, a major oh. was uh, that character. The car bomb in that. One? that wasn't the car bomb. Oh. That was season three. There was, oh, oh, there was season another. There was one. another Middle <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> I didn't realize how much the original writers. Uh, I mean, were so God. racist so against Middle Eastern. Do you have details on that in, that that situation? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. No, I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, and then several other characters. Basso Profundo. For those who might actually know who these people are, awesome. I do not. Uh, Jero, Sean Berger, and Sullivan. Um, and then in non Transformers world, Ed Gilbert voiced Baloo on Tailspin. Oh, he did a great uh, show. General yeah. Hawk in GI Joe, Mister Smee in Peter Pan and the Pirates. I think yeah. that was a kind of off-brand Peter Pan. It was. It was an unusual one, but it was fun yeah. to watch. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. good animation. Um, he was also a noted entomologist. Oh. He actually had a mate. I don't know if it was just a major passion or if he was a got paid in the field. Mm-hmm. But actually, in fact, he must have got paid because I know he was his expertise. I don't. Was, I don't know if you can call yourself an entomologist if you don't get paid. You're just like that weird bug guy. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm a surgeon. <laughs> because I cut people. I've up. never. Uh... <laughs> All right, <laughs> but uh, he uh, his specialty was beetles in that world. Beetles was kind of his. Well, thing he should have voiced Insecticons. Yeah, <laughs> I know that would have made more sense. <laughs> we've, used and, a, we've used a real entomologist <laughs> to develop these characters. That's, right. like, that, That's like, in the commercial. It's like all of our and then all of our auto like all of the cars transformers. They have to be mechanics. Auto mechanics. Yep. Yes. Because Shrapnel didn't speak, I didn't cover his voice actor in this episode. I think I might have. I'll, I, I think he does he speak in a future so, one. I think, I, he, I think does. he says nay. I think, he, I, think I think he does talk in a couple of, in a couple of uh, minutes here. But anyway, and Ed Gilbert, as so many of these actors, passed away in 1999 of oh, mortality cancer. <laughs> it just tell like how old are we getting? Yeah. No, I think about death. So, I'm so selfish. Like, okay, he passed away, tragic, but that just means I'm getting older. Yeah, no, I, I definitely internalize this what it means about me. <sighs> and well, think about this, which I think about all the time, too. Uh, I might be dead by the time this episode airs. Yeah, you might be dead before you get home today. <laughs> well, that seemed specific. And Guys, I just lied. I do have notes on oh, shrapnel. Okay. <laughs> on the guy that plays shrapnel. <laughs> right, Sorry, about but before, we go, before we go into shrapnel... Uh, five second toy review. I bought the KFC third party Blitzwing Ditka, and it is the worst toy ever. So if you're thinking about buying it, don't buy it. Five Why would you buy a transformer ever. from KFC? <laughs> it was in the it was in the, the kids meal. Oh well, I guess you I, would expect it to be a cheap piece you, of crap. I bought you something from Valvoline. Was I don't that my high? <laughs> I, I, I didn't buy it. I submitted a, a expired receipt, hopefully to get it. So. <laughs> KFC we'll is a third-party company called, it stands for Keith's Fantasy Club, but they do oh. ape from the KFC logo in there. Oh, weird. Logo, I was enough. hoping they it would be like something from Kentucky. But was that, you, you showed us that last week where yeah. it just won't stand up. And yeah, it's a piece of garbage. Supposedly they're going to send uh, little parts to put in the leg to help it stand up to fix the ratcheting or something. Seem like Some my shit. responsibility. It really doesn't. Um, Not for the amount of money you spend we, on these things. Moving on to go ahead. Oh well I, I just wanted to get back to the part where we're all gonna die. Okay. <laughs> oh you just wanted to think about that some more. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> okay, now you can move on. Thank you. Uh shrapnel. Um, well, he doesn't have a. I don't. I'm not certain if he has a line in the movie or not. There's a point coming up with kickback later, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see. But just to give that person a little credit, a, a gentleman by the name of Hal Rail. Hallelujah, he's still alive. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> but he also voiced in the Transformers world, Pipes, Snarl, and 
uh, an alien called Skuxoid, which you may or may not remember as a race of reptilian mercenaries hired by Galvatron to kill Octane. In oh three. yeah, I do not recall. Um, <laughs> other characters, he he did a lot of Muppets. He was one of the voices of Raphael on the Ninja Turtles, uh, Batman animated series, Pound Puppies. Ooh. In G.I. Joe, he did the character Deep Six. He was the voice of the Predator in Predator 2. Uh, Marvin the Martian, but only in the Air Jordan commercials (laughs) from the 90s. Perhaps with Spike, maybe Spike Lee, Air Jordan, and this guy all got together and partied. Maybe so. Uh, He's still alive. He operates a voiceover studio with his wife, Maggie Roswell. She um, has claim to fame as a voice actor for The Simpsons. She did... Uh, Maude Flanders, Helen Lovejoy, oh. Miss Hoover, and Luann Van Houten, in addition to several other minor characters. My God, I want to be a voice actor in the 80s and 90s. These guys all have to know each other. It's yeah, weird it's when a, you look at their IMDb community. and there's some other voice actor pages. You just, like, Hanna-Barbera is paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are paying the bills. Warner Brothers. <laughs> Uh, script deviations. Have you got anything, Ryan? I have nothing for this this minute and the next minute. I don't have any. Okay, so do you. that maybe that's one uh, thing we need a script deviations. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish this was a video podcast so you could see Caleb's. <laughs> well, Aaron, Aaron wants to put like some. A uh, little like uh, I want soundboard. You want to? He wants like a little theme for every <laughs> every little aspect of what we're doing here. We're gonna make fun of Caleb now, <laughs> right? Well, well. All right. So script deviations. There's not much. I don't have much for this either. Um, instead of um, the scene with Cup and Blitzwing, instead of bending his barrel up into the air, uh, on the version of the script that I have. Cup spins his turret around. That's <laughs> like a bling. That makes more and, sense. And yeah. he, uh, Blitzwings, takes the shot and hits Shrapnel still. <laughs> which, it kind of makes more sense to me. But it does. Shrapnel's over there instead of over there. But uh, And then the other thing is that uh, then Blitzwing transforms into a robot mode. Cup comes flying at him and takes kind of a flying feet first kick at him oh. and knocks Blitzwing off a ledge. I did read that and could not visualize how that scene would have worked. Yeah. That's so they did fine. I like the whole tumbling it. down the mountain and crashing into I just, each other. Thing. I, the problem I had was where like he come he's not on him anymore and then comes jumping at him. I could not figure out how that logistically was supposed to work, but it's also like why did you shoot? You know that somebody's <laughs> manipulating their turret. Like, why did you fire? Just trying to get it off real quick. I guess. Or maybe he was like, I wasn't quite there. He's got me right in the sights. Yeah. Or, or he's like, well, it's like whenever you try to stop from coming, and it just I happens. I mean, I can't, I can't make all these sperms turn around. Oh, God. <laughs> the only other script deviation is that old-timer line, that's something you'll never be if you don't get back to the city, and the addition of the line, you know what we used to do with cocky, insubordinate oh. upstarts, which never gets addressed. I don't know what, oh, they, oh. I don't oh, know what they used to do with what? cocky, insubordinate right. upstarts. That's presumably where Hot Rod says, save, save it, cup. cup. <laughs> right. Exactly. So that's all I've got. Yeah. No, I thought this would actually be kind of an anemic episode, but we kind of, yeah, we covered a lot of shit. We that's all I've got uh, as well, I believe. For, I mean, our recording time, this will probably get edited down 25%. 40 minutes, we just took away from uh, from the review 
of uh, our friend uh, Serge Bama said that this is the perfect amount of time. Oh. He loves oh. our timing. Now it's too long. I'm sorry, Serge Bama. I mean, we've recorded. I, didn't, I guess listening. I didn't read that. Uh, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Please listen to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. Presumably you're using one of those methodologies already. Tell your friends Probably to listen iTunes. on one of those. And follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of them are at APOD, at APODDCast. And please feel free to come by, visit our web presence at autopoddecepticast.com. iTunes users, please rate and subscribe. But only if you really like it. If you don't, just don't, don't. go to hell. <laughs> no, no, just don't go, go straight to hell. Don't go to hell. Just, just be silent and don't, don't give us one star. If you give us one star, oh no, we will fucking find you and beg you to please like us. <laughs> please. Well, he turned it around. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Yes. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Good luck. If you live that long. <laughs> I mean. I mean, all of us could be dead by the by next week, but mm. I guess time will tell. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>